Once again, you are welcome to 97.3 City FM, and this is the Total Auto Show, motoring education for trouble-free motoring experience. I'm your host, Eddie Poku, and today uh, we are talking about importing cars into Ghana. The Auto Show is brought to you by Total, Total Quartz 9000 Future. Join the Total Quartz Nation movement today. Charlie, check this. You know, Philo? The sound of this engine. Music to my ears. I tell you. <laughs> but you check your engine oil. Uh, I wish they tell you at the check. I've told you I only use Total Quartz engine oils. With its age-resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger for longer. Sit down, let me tell you more. Total Quartz has introduced a new one, Seth. I remember. Quartz 9000 Future 0W20. Right? Thank you. It's made mainly for the latest generation engines. Quartz Future 0W20. It ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness whilst reducing your fuel consumption so it is save money. Mm. The Quartz Nation Movement took. Mr. Money, Rogozo, and Bobo, Nyele, all 10 Quartz ambassadors now. You did there. What? Master, straight to the nearest total filling station. Mm. Total Quartz, keep your engine younger for longer. Wow, keep your engine younger for longer. That is what Total Quartz is all about. Um, today we are talking about how to import cars into the country. And uh, I have some people here who are going to do, um, who are going to help us demystify all the things that you've heard and uh, get, give you a better understanding of bringing in cars. Are you worried because you don't know how much you have to pay to clear your car? Are you considering which agent to use? Do you wonder who is responsible if your precious car is damaged at the port? Um, we have all these questions we're going to answer today. Please send your questions ahead to our WhatsApp line 54 996 or you can call our phone line 0 2020 So it's an interactive show. I can't do this alone. I need you here with me. All right. Today in the studio, I have with me Mr. John Opong um, and Officer Katie Frimpong. And I, I want them to tell us all the details of who they are. And they are going to help me um, talk about importing cars into Ghana. Gentlemen, you are welcome. <laughs> Thanks very much, Adi. Yes. 
Yes. Please come a bit closer. Yeah. Customs officer, I'm Chief Revenue Officer in charge of Save Bon Car Park. Oh, okay. All right. Atema. Atema. Nice. Good to have you in the studio. <laughs> My name is John Ayesu Opong. I'm the general manager for Consolidated Shipping Agencies Limited in Tema. Okay. Popularly known as Conship. Conship. Yes, Conship. <laughs> All right. Uh, not to leave the lady out. I said gentlemen, but there is a lady also with us in the studio. Uh, so, um, yes, just come closer and just tell My us. My name is Jinunya Maudi, the PRO, Chief Revenue Officer, uh, Communication and Public Affairs. Wow, great, great. So she organized um, some portion of our discussion today. Thank you so much. Uh, so we jump straight into our discussion. Um, what is the, the, the role of customs at the, at the port? Now we are talking about importing cars into the country. And we know that there are so many processes. Um, some months ago, we spoke about importing salvage cars. And we know that is one of the things that, you know, um, gives a bit of traffic through the ports. We are not only concentrating on um, salvage cars, but we are talking about importing automobiles and motorcycles in general, because um, that's what we cover in this show. Um, a lot of people have all these questions in their head about all these um, issues with duty. So that is what we are trying to demystify today. So what is the role of customs at the port? Okay, thank you very much. The role of customs at the port is first for revenue purposes. Mm -hmm. And revenue involves assessment of like we were talking about vehicles, mm -hmm. we assess, we collect, mm -hmm. and we put it. Okay. The revenue. So then we also perform non-revenue functions even at the port. Okay. That's try to see whether there are some restricted items that have entered the country mm -hmm. through the port so that we were able to tell the needed agencies what we have seen, then they will come up to help mystify those uh, distance. Oh, okay. Especially if, as we are there, if we are able to identify the importation of drugs and all those things, mm -hmm. they are all part of us. Our oh, okay. Coming back to vehicles, like we were talking about vehicles, mm. when you want to bring your vehicle into the country, mm -hmm. you have to come with your beer. That will identify BL. the bill of leading. Okay, that bill of leading. Bill of leading. Good. That has the information on the vehicle. Oh, okay. Then you may come with a title. Okay, the title the shows title show that you have, the, purchased, you the have car. purchased the car. Mm -hmm. So when you come with this information, then uh, the next thing to do is to contact a, a clearing agent mm -hmm. who will continue from there to help you. Okay. So um, I'm just, I'm not taking us back but i'm just trying to go over the information so we can get it clearly okay. so if i <coughs> send money to somebody in america to yes. buy a car for me and he buys a car and he puts it on the ship okay i'm expect i'm expect or i i have to get the bill of leading and the title of the car from that individual so that when that car arrives that is what i will bring to to be able to claim that this car is mine and uh, john you have something to add to it yes mm -hmm. 
you know, I mean, Mr. Frimpong mentioned of mm -hmm. a bill of lading mm -hmm. and then a title. Mm -hmm. But for us in Conship, it's most appropriate mm -hmm. if you start working with a clearing agent right from when you make the decision to purchase the vehicle. Okay. They are what we call shipping instructions. They are setting key details on the bill of lading or the airway bill in case the vehicle will come to the airport mm -hmm. that we need to have as mandatory details on the bill of lading. Mm -hmm. So one of it is a, is a VIN mm -hmm. a number or vehicle identification number. Otherwise not a chassis number. Otherwise not a chassis number, which must be on the bill of lading, mm -hmm. the year of the vehicle, mm -hmm. the make, the model, those key details, the mm -hmm. CC, cubic capacity, capacity of the vehicle, are, are details that must be on the bill of lading. Mm -hmm. So once we work, or the, the importer or consignee works with a clearing agent, all these shipping instructions are passed on to your shipper in America so that all these details are clear. Vehicle arrives here, and you have a clean bill of lading to be able to clear without any challenges. Okay. Other than that, it may lead to a lot of amendments, mm -hmm. I mean, which takes time and cost money to okay. do. So I would rather suggest that once the decision is made, work with a credible clearing Clearly. agency so that they guide you through the process until the vehicle arrives here in Ghana. Okay, so Mr. Frimpong. But be before Mr. Frimpong, you, you use a word, and I know it's representing one of the parties in the process. You talked about consignee. Yes. Who is a consignee in the process? Well, the, the, the consignee simply means the owner of the cargo, or in this case, the owner of the, of the vehicle. Okay. So... If Eddie imports the vehicle from the U.S. Mm -hmm. and on the bill of lading, we have a section for a shipper and a section for the consignee. Mm -hmm. So the consignee is the one who holds the title, who has the who has to present the bill of lading for the shipping line for release. Okay. So he owns the cargo. He has a title mm -hmm. to the cargo. All right. Yeah. Great. Yes, Mr. Fimpong. Mm, he was he mentioned about uh, the bill of lading having to after the VIN or the chassis. He has to. There should be agents. Those things are normally not on the BL. Oh, okay. Very few that once a while they will bring they will bring the age on the BL. But at sometimes finally you realize that the age is not being correct on the BL. Mm. <laughs> so for us, the bill of lading, mm -hmm. which contains the chassis, mm -hmm. is enough for us. Oh, okay. And they make they make they make and the bill uh, this in the chassis is make is enough for us. Oh, okay. So after like we were saying, most cases the the concerning does not even. Before he ships or he, he tries to ship his car, he doesn't mm -hmm. even consult an agent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Some just come down, come to look for mm -hmm. an agent who will help them clear it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, well, to his suggestion, it is a bet, it's, a, it's very good that probably the concerning may contact some of them. Okay. But if I don't know you, how will I contact you to tell that I'm bringing my car? Okay. So it is after they have come down mm -hmm. that with the bill of lading and probably the, the title I spoke about, mm -hmm. that you can contact an agent to help you process. Okay. All right. Process. So, Mr. Frimpong, yes. um, so what would you say is the correct procedure for importing a vehicle? I mean, Ms., uh, John has mentioned uh, um, something which is more or less an advice, but what is the proper procedure? Is it, what's a proper procedure? Is it possible for uh, a private person to start from E, buy the car, put it on a ship, travel down, wait for it to arrive, come to the port, come to customs, and be able to get the car all without an agent? 
private man <laughs> unless he's registered with customs okay good so he's give us registered. so give us a procedure before a private man can clear his own car like mm-hmm. probably that's what i want to uh, that's the question i feel you want you wanted to ask mm-hmm. then he has to be he has to register with customs as a as an agent mm-hmm. and there's a procedure okay you have to write either to the commissioner general or electronically mm-hmm. apply to be a clearing, a agent. clearing agent then the various channels will be even to so you go through a process mm-hmm. uh, before the commissioner general after then we approve for you to apart from that an individual cannot just come in and clear his car good if good, so, good, you are good. not a registered clearing agent customs uh, clearing agent nice, nice 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 good good okay all right so um okay so we 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 the procedure or we are sticking with the procedure John gave no, us. No, John. Oh well, John's procedure is okay. Mm-hmm. But like I'm saying, if you if you come with your BL and the distance, mm-hmm. somebody may, might even ship the car. Mm-hmm. But you you will be having a ti- the title and the BL, so you can even if he has an agent here, if he comes down to get an agent mm-hmm. before even the vessel arrives, he might have, you can put in his declaration, mm-hmm. and can even pay and wait till the vessel arrives. Oh, okay. So when the vessel arrives, it's just formality, just formality. and he takes his car takes out. His car. Okay, mm-hmm. great, great, great. So what constitutes the duty on imported cars? Mm-hmm. That is the big question. Big question. Mm-hmm. Yes, because sometimes it's like there's some voodoo, some African electronics that customs people are using to calculate the thing. Because sometimes you know that this one is supposed to be like this. You have a rough idea. Then at the end, but now you when you then sometimes <laughs> you are caught because your money is not up to. <laughs> so what goes into um, the duty? The duty. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Oh, um, sorry. Be- before then, which part of the money that goes into, you know, clearing the car is, is called duty? Because I know it's duty, mm-hmm. and there are some charges. Okay, so so we have the duty mm-hmm. and taxes mm-hmm. that goes straight to the Ghana Revenue Authority Customs okay. Division. Okay. And then we have the shipping line charge in the case of those who clear in Tema. Mm-hmm. You have the shipping line charges which you pay to the carrier. I mean, for bringing the the, the vehicle into mm-hmm. Ghana for you. Mm-hmm. You know, they have local charges that they charge, administrative charges that you pay. Good. You have the terminal. Mm-hmm. If it's in container, you also pay the terminal handling charges, mm-hmm. of course. For those in safe bond, you know, okay. they, they, they know. Let's go over that. So you pay I, duties and itemized. taxes. Duties and taxes. The local shipping line charges. That goes to the government. Duties and correct charges and go to... Uh-huh. Duties and taxes. And taxes. Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. And then you pay local shipping line charges. Local shipping line charges. And then you pay your terminal handling. Okay. And then, of course, there is also one for the handling charges that they pay to uh, uh, safe bond. For the yes, yeah, save one for the rent and for the rent. That. That's rent for the car. Whilst it's there, whilst it's there in their terminal, Good. and you also buy the trade plate one five four CDs. Okay. Also, so basically, these are the how I'll call the third party charges, okay. and then of course the charges for the clearing agent also comes comes to us. Yeah. Great, 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 great. So if you are importing a car, you are planning to import a car. When you are doing all your calculations, you have to factor all these things into it. Very, very important. So Mr. Frimpong is going to demystify the duty. The duty. Yes. Well, the duty aspect of a vehicle, each uh, every vehicle has a value. Different, different vehicles mm-hmm. have values. Okay. And the values we applied are the first purchase price value. Okay. That the home delivery value. Okay. Then so, the, so it, so 
if I buy, uh, let's say, a t now we have 10 years. So if I buy, let's say, a 2012 Toyota Corolla, it is not going to be calculated on the price that I bought the car at auction or from uh, um, somebody who has used the car a bit, but we are going to use the price that I purchased the car originally. Okay, can, can no, when I, I bought it, uh, or when, when the car was purchased brand new. The, the what first purchase price I was talking about is mm -hmm. the manufacturer's price at the time of manufacturing the car. Good. That's the first purchase price. Okay. And the same is the same thing that home delivery value. Okay. So that's the price that we are going to use, custom uses to calculate the duty. Okay. Then depending on the number of years and this thing, we apply the depreciation as okay. well onto it. So assuming you bought like 2012 vehicle we're talking about, mm -hmm. up to now it's more than five years. Yes. So, if the first purchase price was 12000 mm -hmm. we are going to base our calculation on the 12000 Okay. Then we apply the 30% rebate that the government has given. Okay. Then from there, because it's more than five years, it will attract 50% depreciation again. Again. So, when you apply the 50% depreciation, then it will come down to FOB. Mm -hmm. so F that's FOB, that is? A free, uh, listen, free on board. Free, 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 on, free on board. Free, free on board. On board. Yeah. So, yeah. when we come from, that's from there, then we are... From there, then we attach the, we are, we said to the exchange rate, the current exchange rate. Okay. 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 But before, after we have arrived at the FOB, we have freight and insurance mm -hmm. applicable. Okay. And we have uh, the various cars, we have freight that have agreed upon mm -hmm. by customer that we normally apply to the various uh, vehicles. Then the insurance, normally we, after, to get the CI, the cost insurance of freight, after we've got, add the freight to the FOB, mm -hmm. We find the insurance aspect of the leasing. That's 0.875% okay. of the cost and freight. Okay. So we add the freight, the insurance to the FOB, which is the cost now. Mm -hmm. Then we multiply by the exchange rate, the current exchange rate, mm -hmm. to get the cost insurance and freight on which we are going to calculate the various duties and taxes. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank okay. you. So, so I did just mm -hmm. to just to add quickly. Mm -hmm. So the primary determinant. Mm -hmm. Of duty calculations mm -hmm. is on the CIF. CIF. The cost which Mr. Frimpon mentioned, mm -hmm. the cost which alternatively you can mention as FOB, yes. mm -hmm. the, the freight and then the insurance. Okay. So cost, insurance, freight. Okay. The cost is how much you bought it for. That's what you believe you have. But customs, if it's a used vehicle, mm -hmm. customs does not take the purchase price. So in case someone dashes you a vehicle mm -hmm. from, say, Germany, and you didn't even pay anything for the vehicle, that's not me. Mm -hmm. That when it arrives here, you can, you can, you will be exempted from payment of duties and taxes. You will still pay. Mm -hmm. Okay. They have the first purchase price that like Mr. Frimpon explained. And then the freight, the cost of carriage, transportation from origin, origin. into destination to, mm -hmm. into Ghana as well. And then the insurance element. So, the primary determinants are the CIF on which the various duties and taxes will now be calculated okay. for you to arrive at your duties payable. Okay. All right. Now, um, <clears throat> okay. So let me ask a, a follow-up question. So let us assume that, let's say, 2014 Honda Civic, four-door. Okay. Um, let's say the, the manufacturer's price or the dealer price that originally it was purchased, or let's say maybe $13,000, okay. okay? Then um, a two-door or coupe version of the, that same um, 2014 um, Honda Civic, okay? 
at the same price, same options, same options, everything at the same price. Are they supposed to have, is it possible that they will have different duties? It's, it's possible. It's possible. Mm. Possible, yes. Under which circumstances? It's possible because uh, depending on the cubic capacity. Exactly. Yeah, the, the same capacity, same specifications, everything, 1.8 liter. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm asking these questions because a lot of times I come into contact with people mm -hmm. and they feel that the customs have some voodoo that they use to calculate the, because sometimes they expect that, okay, I have, uh, so, so this something that happened. That's why I'm using this particular example, mm -hmm. you know, 2014 Honda Civic 1.8 salon, 2014 Honda Civic, they are all EX. So the same option, sunroof, touchscreen, blah 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 but the duty on the coupe was higher than the salon okay in this, in this situation i don't think the value was the same okay that might have brought the difference in the duty mm -hmm. the first purchase price might be different for the coupe mm -hmm. the coupe could be even a little bit higher than the salon mm -hmm. okay. okay so if the first purchase price is different, there's mm -hmm. no way the duty will be the same. Yes, yeah. Okay. Okay. With, I mean, having all those uh, features, EX, cubic capacity and everything. Okay. So far as the dif the dif there's a difference in the first purchase price, the duty will not be the same. All right. We have our questions coming in from WhatsApp very thick and fast. But there are some, there are some questions I want to get out of the... What is the role of the clearing agent? What is the role? Well, the, the clearing agent mm -hmm. has a key role. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned uh, previously, mm -hmm. our role actually starts from origin mm -hmm. until the vehicle eventually arrives at destination. Mm -hmm. So, as I said previously, you need to involve, it's, it's better to mm -hmm. involve the, the clearing agent. The clearing agent. Agency, yeah. There are key details that they will provide you in arranging your vehicle, the appropriate freight, whether it's coming on road, road it mm -hmm. will come in containers as consolidation. Mm -hmm. You need to have that guidance. Okay, so which one is a road, road? Roll on, roll off. Okay. okay, so these are vehicles that come on vessels mm -hmm. which are not in containers. They are okay. not containerized. Okay. You know, there are certain vehicles that will be in containers even at the terminal. So when you are bringing a car, you have two options. Either to roll the car onto the ship, and when it gets here, you roll it off, which yes. is a roll roll. Ro -ro. Then you have the other option, which is to put it in a container. Yeah. Good. Correct. Good. Good. So the agent, right from when you identify the vehicle mm -hmm. and settle i mean you agree with him and then he would advise you even on the mode mm -hmm. of of transport like you said rural mm -hmm. or containerized mm -hmm. depending on the cost mm -hmm. and even the transit time there are people who also want their vehicles to arrive in a certain time so you will look at all the carriers the mm -hmm. shipping lines mm -hmm. the agency will advise you okay with this one from this origin mm -hmm. it's arriving in ghana in say 40 days mm -hmm. with this one it will be here say in 21 days mm -hmm. all those yeah. goes yeah. Into, into making a final decision. decision. Now, once that is settled and he gives you the shipping instructions and you complete the BL, mm -hmm. once the vessel leaves, you have your documentations. Now, again, a good agency would advise that you do not need to wait until vessel arrives before you start the pre-arrival processing. Okay. So with the BL you have and then the title you have, you can put in your entry for valuation. And then before vessel arrives, you even have your duties payable and can even pay duties before the vessel eventually arrives. And all these things, you need a good agency to assist you in this process. Now, the, the, the vessel eventually arrives. 
you go to the clearing agency mm -hmm. and they lead you through the process. The okay. process of examination, paying the right duties, going to the shipping line to release, going to the terminal to pay the relevant handling charges and all. So you go through all the process with the agency and then once it's done, it's delivered to you or to the consignee mm -hmm. and then the relevant documents accompanying the vehicle for which the consignee needs to, to be able to register the vehicle is also added and great. the transaction is closed. Great, 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 great. All right. So um, what are the do's and don'ts? What are the do's and don'ts? If somebody wants to bring in a car, um, John has advised that as much as possible, get a clearing agent even before you purchase a car. But what are the do's and don'ts, Mr. Frimpong? Trying to bring a vehicle? Yes, please. For now, I think when 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 you feel like what I mean, anybody can just bring in a vehicle, mm -hmm. and the our this thing, uh, our law uh, acts this thing was saying right hand drive vehicles are not supposed mm -hmm. to be brought to the country, but there was a caveat that the minister may allow mm -hmm. you to bring a right hand vehicle. Oh, okay, so this one of the don'ts. Okay. But the minister may allow you to bring mm -hmm. when you apply to the minister. Welcome. So we have taken over that customs, people bring right hand drive vehicles, and at, the, at our end, we ensure that they are dismantled before they are driv driven out. Oh, okay. So that they can go to the nearby mechanic, mechanic to fix it. Fix it back together. Because we don't drive right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel that's the only. The only, mm, yeah. then of course, no drugs, no ammunition. Yes, you, yeah, like I said, it was part of the no revenue design. Yeah, yeah. About. <laughs> so you don't have to if, really, if you really bring those things, we will we'll get you at the port. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So, um, are some vehicles banned? Are some are, are there some kind of particular cars that are prohibited? You cannot bring them into the country. You've mentioned the right-hand drive cars which uh, you can't drive in Ghana. So when you bring them in, you mentioned that you're going to dismantle them at the port before you're allowed to take them out so that if you're going to use them as parts, use them as parts. If you want to refit it to left, you can do that. But are there some other kinds of cars that are absolutely prohibited? Prohibition? Mm, well, I would say restrict. There okay, are some restricted. cars that are restricted. Okay. Like uh, and they are restricted to a special institution. Okay. Like the army and the police, they can bring ammo cars, mm -hmm. which are very restricted to them alone. Okay. You can't bring an ammo car. You can't bring those uh, all those cars. So there are some cars that are restricted mm -hmm. just to those specialized institutions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. banning, complete banning. There's no car that is. Okay. No, no. All right. Okay. So let's jump to our WhatsApp line. Says kindly. Um, good evening. Kindly ask what is called handling money, MSC and DOC. What do they stand for? Again, what's called man and lady, which happens to be terms they use at the port. <laughs> Evans. <laughs> All right, so that's what Evans is asking. So he says that these are some some terms that are used at the port. So, um, yes, man and lady. Which one is man and lady? Is it a bill of lading that they are saying man and lady? <laughs> Well, well, out, out of the what is asking, of course, handling mm -hmm. money, I presume it's handling charges. Yeah. That's what I would presume. Mm -hmm. So handling charges are official, receipted mm -hmm. payments for which immediately you pay, you need to demand a receipt for it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I, I presume he means by handling money. 
And then MSC, of course, the shipping line mm -hmm. or a carrier. Okay. And then dock, I believe, is documentation. And then what what's called man, man and, and lady. lady. <laughs> that, that's difficult to tell. Difficult to explain. Man and lady. Yeah. Evans, come back. Man and lady. We we, we can't help you with that one. <laughs> okay. All right. Say hello. Hello, Auto Show. Um, last two years, I imported a Mazda three car. The car cost almost two thousand two hundred dollars. I cleared it almost. 15,000 Ghana cities, I believe. I uh, want to import again. Good discussion. Okay, so you are telling us. Um, all right, so I think he's just informing us of, of what he did. Pardon me, you want to add something to that? No, you wanted to, you want to import again. <laughs> yes. This, this year, it's the same type of car. Or the, the same yes car. okay so let's assume it's the same car he didn't give us a same year same model okay, of the so, car so eddie for 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 importers mm -hmm. for consignors what we advise is that there are a number of people who import vehicles mm -hmm. without assessing the duties payable before they even go into import mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so in most cases or we have situations where people eventually abandon the car the, the vehicle at the port because they can't pay the duties mm -hmm. so immediately you make you know, you are setting or you decide to, to import a vehicle, get to the relevant people and then seek some information. Mm -hmm. Give your figures out and then they will give you the duties accessible. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you can make a decision whether to import that particular vehicle or, or not. Okay. Yeah. All right. Alfafa is asking, how much does it cost to register as an, as an agent? I believe a clearing agent. How much does it cost? It's a process, right? It's a process. Yes. It's not, it's, it's, a, a, it's a, not a, a fixed fee that you pay to be able to be registered. Mm -hmm. It's a process. Yeah. Okay, all right. It says, good afternoon, please. What if you import or ship your car using Roro? Do you still need a clearing agent? Uh, known enough from a palm. Yes, please, you need. Okay, so you need that um, because of the processes that you have to go through. All right. Good. It says, how many cars can a person import? I'm asking this because I heard the nurses can import a maximum of three cars. And I also and also if the the nurses import, do they get a discount also from Alfafa from Tema? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I had a question like that. Um, I understand that some um, some um, design, designated in um, people based on what they do for the state um, are given some treatment at the port. Um, which people get to get that, and what are the conditions um surrounding that talking about treatment like not paying duty yeah not paying duty or getting discounts for now it's only the president only the president has not paid it <laughs> well, well well the the of course the diplomatic missions missions who and all that they don't they don't pay duties, duties. yeah they yes. don't they don't pay yes but if you purchase a car from them you will be required to pay exactly the duty. Exactly. Yes. exactly okay before title is transferred to you pay the relevant duties Duty. on them before okay. it's, it's, it's transferred to you okay so there are, there are some other institutions that are granted exemption mm -hmm. to clear those vehicles okay so it's the same thing so, but finally, when they decide to sell, they have to pay duty on the duty. So, some of the ministries, ministries, okay. Like we're saying, diplomatic distance, okay. So, it means that nurses don't get any discounts. Um, those in the medical field, military personnel, they don't get. Were they getting before? Because I've heard that several times. Nurses, some years back. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so but it's, but it's, it's been it's been abandoned. It was abandoned several years back. Oh, so okay, okay. 
all right all right okay all right let me let me let's go back says um i learned that with speed limits higher than police motorcade or certain presidential vehicles are not allowed for importation is that true if so what's the highest speed limit allowed okay so um well i i heard this when i was young they always used to say you can't import a motorcycle that is faster than the police motorcycle and stuff like that um is that true it's not true it's not no. true okay so if you want to buy a car that can fly you can buy yeah, it can go so ahead. long as you can pay the duty, <laughs> pay the duty. <laughs> we don't get problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so initially with gcnet we could check the potential duties but now i don't think there's a portal like that how can we check the duties before importing cars yes before you could go to ghana business hub and you could check the uh, you get a, a rough idea of how much is, is going to um, cost i have used that web um, portal before but uh, it's been down for a while. Is, is, is there a new one since now you have a new... Um, Icoms, Icoms, Icoms has also come out with something. Oh, okay. So, um... I, I was just trying to test some... I tried to test some this afternoon and I had it. But what it gave me was... Um, it will give you similar okay. of your type that has been cleared the same time. Oh, okay. Uh, and so you have an idea about how much you yes, are going to it's pay. Not, it's not pinpoint accurate. It's not pinpoint to yours that you are coming to. Good. But it will give you similar... Assuming you brought a total camera in mm -hmm. 2018 with a special feature EX, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you go to that portal, mm -hmm. if you can either use the VIN mm -hmm. or go back to use the the details, the details of the car, of the year model. Yes, it will when you, when you go onto that portal, it will come out to give you similar mm -hmm. of that 20 this thing that has been cleared with the same uh, ES as a special feature. Mm -hmm. So automatically, you have an idea of how much you are going to pay for that vehicle okay. if you if you brought the same thing into the country. Okay, all right, that's great. Okay, so um, do you have an idea of the link to it? ICOMS. It's ICOMS. Just go to ICOMS. How, how is it spelled? I-C-U-M-S. I-C-U-M-S. So you yeah. Google it, you get yes. it. Google great, great. It. Yeah. Then we used to have a text number, I think it was, is it 1477 or so, that you can text the VIN number to and it will confirm if the duties have been paid. I realized that one too wasn't working. I've used it, I think, three times. Icoms is looking at that situation also. They, I'm sure in a very short time they will come up with this. Thing okay. Because they are trying to, I mean, do all those things that, that we, we had before. We had before. Okay. So Let me ask this question in connection with that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I bought a car some years ago from a friend. And I sold the car on to a, uh, a friend, another friend. Then after um, a couple of months, I mean, I didn't hear from the person, but... After a couple of months, we met and the person was telling me that the car was stopped somewhere in Kofodia and they said the car, they never paid duties on the car. Is it possible for people to take cars from the port without paying duties for them? Well, from the port, no. Okay. But you see, we have this uh, system of uh, TVL, cars from that have entered the Ghana through the borders. Mm -hmm. And then we have this temporary vehicle import said they have to go through mm -hmm. so most of them those that we might find being arrested as majority are those that we arrest mm -hmm. because he brings to the country with the tvi mm -hmm. which enables him to use it for about 90 days and go back because we are all in the echo was this thing yeah but after he enters he decides to sell it mm -hmm. to somebody oh, and okay. really i don't know how they are able to get the registration numbers and fixed numbers to and even documents to sell oh, okay and so if you fall a victim, it might be one of those things. Okay. But a car leaving the harbor without payment duty, that mm -hmm. is out, totally okay. out. Okay, like so what would you advise if somebody is going to buy a car to be able to uh, avoid some of these things? Because even 
myself that had sold the car and taking my money, I was very, very concerned. I was very, very worried. You know, I tried to get people to check on what the real situation was. Because I think around that time, there was a problem with some syndicate working with some people, you know, to collect people's car and scare them. And yeah. So what is a, what, what do you, would you advise if somebody is, um, has cash, wants to buy a car on the market? What do they do in order to be sure that all those things have been taken care of? Okay, like I was saying that uh, ICOMS have not come up with this day. Where I would say you can even check whether duty has been paid. Mm-hmm. That portal. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to get the VIN of the vehicle mm-hmm. that you are going to buy from somebody, mm-hmm. in case he didn't give you the the document, the DOE covering the this thing, the, the, car. the car. If you get a VIN mm-hmm. and use that portal we are talking about, oh, okay. it will it will come out to show that duty has been paid. Great. Because all those that duty have been paid, ICOMS has captured them into the system. Oh, okay. So if you go into that Portal and you don't get that information, that means your car has duty and no impede on. Oh, okay. Okay. And secondly, if you have the document, the declaration, you can go to any customs office, mm-hmm. give the declaration to an officer who has at his front end who check to see whether mm-hmm. everything is correct before you go in to buy. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's good afternoon. There was a website. Okay, we've we just spoke about the ICOMS. Uh, working okay, so we've spoken about that. All right, so hello, can I bring in a 2010 Toyota Corolla S into the country in 2021? Um, okay, so you are talking about the 10, it will be 11 years old or overage. Okay, so overage, the the issue over over of overage. A few months ago, the government was um, considering, you know, um, putting a ban on cars um, over 10 years. Um, how's that going? Well, the the Commissioner General has not been notified officially when that ban should take place. Please, okay. So until the Commissioner General is notified, he also sends information to we at the post. We still go through the normal clearing that we're doing. Okay. So a 2011 car can still come. Can still come. But you pay some penalties. Overage you pay penalty, overage yeah. penalty. Yeah. Okay. How is the overage penalties? How are they calculated? Overage penalties uh, depend of saloon cars. Mm-hmm. If it is more than 10 years, mm-hmm. but it's not between 11 and 12 years, mm-hmm. you pay extra 5% of the safe we talk about. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So, Steve, that's um, okay. So, hello, can uh, kindly find out from them if an individual can import a bulletproof vehicle? A bulletproof vehicle. Well, like you said, you can import. We initially, you asked whether there's a ban on those things. Mm-hmm. We said no, but some of this information you have to seek approval from Minister of that, Interior. Yeah. Okay, Ministry of Interior. Yeah. So yeah. let us say um, a normal Mercedes Benz, mm-hmm. but it is reinforced. You 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 have to get permission from Ministry, Ministry of Interior. Right. Okay, so right. you need um, you have to apply to Ministry of Interior. Yes. Then they will give you a letter to add to your documents before you can clear. Good, good. Thank you. That Steve, that's your answer. Um, it says, but we still, but we still see right-hand car on the road. Why is this? Um, right-hand car. Yes. Do you still see right-hand cars being driven? Not uh, really. I've not, really. not seen. I've not seen. Probably you see cars so. that have been converted from right to left. Exactly. But I don't remember the last. I've, I've not seen no. some in a very no, long I, I time. And if you do see it, it's it's, it's illegal. It's illegal. Yeah. It's, it's illegal. illegal. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So please, our uh, right-hand drive on transit allowed to dismantle the steer before delivery 
Yes, I believe you, we answered that question. No, we have not. Okay. Dismantling. Yes. Right hand drive vehicles. So far, the vehicle is not going to be used in the nation, mm-hmm. in the in country. Mm-hmm. They don't need to dismantle it. Oh, okay. It's, it's just being transported through your body. Okay, your transit. Corridor. Transit. Okay, yes, okay. So it means it's going, going to, to another, another country. country. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right, okay, good. It says, hello, please, I need a clearing agent for my Toyota Vets 2011. Arriving on November fifth, twenty twenty. Joel, <laughs> all right. Joel, I'm sure. I'm sure they will share <laughs> my number immediately afterwards, so that you can contact me. Yes, uh, we'll, we'll give your details after the show. Okay, all right. Uh, the questions are coming in. Um, Total Petroleum is continuously innovating and delivering better energy solutions that bring value to its cherished customers. Introducing a new addition to the Total Quartz range, the Quartz 9000 Future GF50W20, a fully synthetic fuel economy engine oil specially formulated with age-resistant technology for the latest generation engines that require 0W20 or a viscosity grade in its class. Quartz 9000 Future GF50W20 reduces your fuel consumption increases your oil change interval, ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness, protects emission control systems, and reduces the release of harmful emissions into the environment. Total Quartz 9000 Future 0W20 delivers beyond performance. Total Quartz Engine Oil, keep your engine younger for longer. All right. Now, um, I'm aware that when you bring goods, sometimes or they, they are sent to the, what we call the container scanning where they go through the x-ray scanner um do cars also go through that well uh cars that are containerized okay they go through the scan okay but like the road on roof they don't go through the scanner okay. so all those containerized cars go through the scan okay they are first scan at the mpl before they even come to the golden jubilee terminal okay so cars are handled at Golden in Ghana. Cars are uh, in Tema Port. The cars are handled at the Golden Jubilee Terminal. Cars that come in containers are handled at Golden Jubilee Terminal. Okay. But the rule and rule of cars are safe bond cargo. Okay. okay. All right. Mm. Okay. Good. Um, what happens if an importer is not able to clear a car? If the consignee is not able to come up with all the charges and well, well, te- technically in sixty days. Mm-hmm. In 60 days, if you're unable to pay mm-hmm. the duties on your vehicle to clear, mm-hmm. technically, I mean, it goes into into I mean into a state warehouse. Okay. In court. Mm-hmm. However, there are situations where you can write for an extension. Mm-hmm. And we've successfully done so for a couple of clients who maybe within the 60 days could not raise the money, a, the funds to to be able to clear. So we can do an extension. Mm-hmm. You know. But not for long. I mm-hmm. mean, we did an extension for only a week, mm-hmm. you know, after the 60 days and still was able to clear. Okay, all right, yeah. okay. It says, hello, the icon portal is quite complicated. Where do I go to check for duty <laughs> or say? <laughs> I think that's the only place you, that, can, you can check. That, that, okay, so the duty calculator, mm-hmm. and then you go to vehicle valuation, vehicle duty okay. calculation. Okay, yeah. so say when you go to the icons portal, there's a place where it's labeled duty calculator. Later, yeah. So you have two options, either to use the year of your car, that's the year of manufacture, and the model details. So you can just select the options and it will calculate it for you. Your other option is to um, copy or type in your VIN number or your chassis number and it will calculate for you. So those are your options. Okay, it says uh, follow up on the website issue, please. Icons permit you to get estimated duty payable 
without the VIN? If yes, without the <laughs> VIN, but if you have the year model, if you have the year of manufacture and you have the exact model details of your car, the trim and everything, um, you can get a, a, a close to close, a close to, enough. Close enough yes. yes, okay, all right, okay. Uh, it says, What is the difference in duty if I buy a car from Togo and that of the USA? <laughs> Togo car. <laughs> this is, I don't see the yeah, Togo cars the Togo anymore. Cars. And if you buy a car from Togo, uh-huh. which is normally not a manufacturing country, mm-hmm. and like I said, if you reach the Afla, you can still pay the duty over there. But when you come in, you are coming with uh, the documents of the car. Mm-hmm. And at the at Aflau, mm-hmm. you can still pay the duty over there. Okay. But you still have to get an agent to process it for you. Okay. So you process it through the ICOMs. Okay, that one to That's go to the right. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, says please also kindly ask if the authorities inquire what a vehicle will be used for before releasing it from the port. Because there are some commercial vehicles like Trotro which are meant for cargo but seen used on our roads. When you sit inside or coming out, you have to possibly squat. <laughs> 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 uh, the inside is very small. Alfafa, we are champion. <laughs> no, but it's serious, you know. And I think that probably maybe I'll say it for you so that you 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 consider it because uh, most of the cars that are used for trotro um, are cargo cars, and they bring it in and they make windows on them. Then they put the homemade, the Ghana made seats inside yeah. them. You know, I know some of these lies in in the in the bosom of the Ministry of Transport and those things, yes. But uh, <laughs> a lot of people are listening to the show, so <laughs> let me yeah. say it. And sometimes, I mean, yes. And even the cars they bring that are, you know, passenger cars, sometimes in order to get more people to fit into the car, they take out the original seats yes. and fit smaller yes. seats and, you know, all these metal and... Uh, yeah, sometimes I pray for people. Uh, <laughs> we have to use the public transport. All right. Um, how long does it take for a car to be declared demolished? Some say seven days, others say twenty-one days. Okay, so so quickly for who was asking? Mm-hmm. Uh, no name. Okay, no name. But <laughs> quickly, if if it depends on the on the on the consignee. If it's in a container, the standard free days. Yeah. Is seven. Okay. Standard free days is seven days. Okay. However. You can negotiate extra days, mm-hmm. which is mostly done at origin. Okay. Okay. So if I have seven days standard, mm-hmm. and I know that maybe I'm not prepared, or maybe certain challenges will hinder my clearance of the vehicle mm-hmm. on time, I can request for extra days and pay negotiate that at origin, okay. so that I have extra days. So the standard is seven, but some can even get thirty. Okay. They can get twenty-one additional days to wow. to, to to whatever they have. Okay. Some have twenty-one. Some it have means 14. that the, the the getting and using a clearing agent is, is so yeah. imp- so yeah. important. Yeah. All right, John and Mr. Frimpo and um, uh, Mrs. Njanya, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, joining. It looks like we still have lots of questions coming up. Maybe I, I don't know. We'll look at the questions that follow. Yeah. If there are lots, maybe we, we can continue next week. I'm or, sure or I'm sure we should do this again. Yeah. There are a lot of yes. yeah that yeah. we've not yeah. covered. So, so um yeah. just before we go, um um Mr. Fimpo, if somebody has a question, do you have a, a hotline that they can reach they can reach the the the, the, uh, the customs on? 
you, you have. Please, can you give us a number? Okay, all right. No. no problem. We'll share. We'll share the number with you. Um, yes, um, John. How can we reach you if we need so, any help? So, conship uh, dot com, mm -hmm. and for I mean clients mm -hmm. who want to use our service, mm -hmm. we have an interactive logistics software. We have an interactive logistics software called Magaya, which allows clients, our clients in the comfort of their office to be able to track their shipments from origin okay. until it's finally delivered to them. Okay. It's one of its kind in the country. And they can mention the name again. It's called Magaya. Magaya, M -A spell it. M-A-G-A-Y-A. Okay. Magaya. Okay. Yes. So right. you can check the total of your shipments on your phone. Okay. You can do so on your laptop. Wow. And it's seven days. I mean, everywhere champion. in the comfort <laughs> of your home. All right. So yes. um, um, the, the GRA, that is a, a Ghana Customs, you can read them on info at gra.gov.gh. Info at gra.gov.gh. Gentlemen and lady, thanks so much um, for joining us and helping us to understand all these details of um, importing cars. Mm -hmm. I and hope and we can just call a quick on you one. So okay, for Joel, yeah. my, uh -huh. my number is 0244-954305. Repeat quickly. 0244-954305. All right. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us on the show. Um, thanks to my team, Jeffrey Sapon, Danny Blue. Um, I've been your host, Edipo Kubai, for now. <laughs>